You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. The Futility of War Have you ever been moved by the Armistice Day Parades out in early November, watching the old soldiers marching or being wheeled up the mall to the cenotaph. Most of the First World War soldiers have passed away now, but etched in the face of the old men who served are the memories, the horrors, the friendships cut off, the determination not to forget, the pride in having done their part, the great war Apparently, the war to end all wars. At first sight, the world of today is so different from the one they left. Yet perhaps in some ways, it is very much the same. They had no radar, intelligent satellites, jet propulsion or guided missiles. There was no radio and television links around the world giving up-to-date analysis and reports. Since their day, man has walked on the moon, an event watched live in millions of homes around the world. Doctors have transplanted hearts and kidneys, lungs and limbs. Microwave ovens and meals ready in five minutes, along with computers that calculate in microseconds in homes and offices, would be mysteries for those of that world. A population now where more than 60% own their own homes and many enjoy package holidays at hotels in sunny foreign climes, air travel at the speed of sound and a telephone in the pocket that can communicate around the world. What great changes there have been. Is this the world that 11 million soldiers died to provide? Over 500,000 disappeared without a trace. There is no report from the field or record in the file to say how they died. They just failed to return. They were no more. Their names are recorded in memorials of stone. At Ypres stands the Menin Gate bearing the names of 55,000 men who fell in battle and simply disappeared. In the woods near Thiepval stands the giant memorial to the missing, designed by Sir Edward Lutyens, carved with the names of more than 73,000 British and South African soldiers lost on the Somme with no known grave. In this conflict and its resolution were laid the seeds for future bloodshed. The communist revolution in 1917 led to millions dying under Stalin's rule. And only 21 years on from the armistice and the end of the war to end wars came the Second World War, in which around 50 million people lost their lives including six million Jews in the Holocaust. Attend 
after remembrance services, the talk is of the futility of war and the horror of war. There is a desire to ensure that the present generation and future ones do not forget the suffering and the sacrifice of those who fell in combat. But every generation talks about the futility of previous generations' wars and then goes off to fight its own. They will claim that theirs is a just war, a necessary war, that their actions are essential and their fighting is principled. Human nature does not change. As James tells us in his epistle, in James chapter 4 verse 1, From whence comes wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lusts, that war in your members? What was true of believers on an individual basis was and is true of all men and nations. Such is the power of sin, the deceitfulness of sin. Since Cain killed Abel, families, tribes, nations and continents have resorted to violence and war to fulfill their ambitions, satisfy their desires, protect their interests, defend their possessions, retain their power. They stand in two minutes silence to remember the fallen and then return to the killing. What of us? As believers of God's word, the Bible, we cannot stand by in silence. We cannot allow the foolishness of men and women to continue without a reaction, a warning, a response from us. We have to inform you as to what is looming on the horizon. War is all around us from Africa, in Asia, the Middle East, South America, sometimes in countries we find hard to pronounce and hard to locate. Yet we ignore the Bible signs of the time at our peril. Soon, the real war to end all wars will burst upon this world with great fury. Prepare war, wake up the mighty men, is the message of the prophet Joel, chapter 3, verse 9. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, says the prophet Zechariah in chapter 14, verse 2. And the Bible tells us that the whole world is being gathered to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Revelation 16, verse 14. And just as corruption and violence filled the earth prior to the last world judgment, the flood, so it seems that the same conditions will exist again as judgment draws near. People have gone to their deaths in conflict after conflict. Like sheep they are laid in the grave. Death is fed on them. Psalm 49 verse 14. While others, governments, companies, individuals have made fortunes from the sales of armaments 
to the warring parties. The people's silent tribute should in fact speak to you of their inability to solve the problem, to halt the carnage. Silence speaks volumes. It reflects hopelessness and a great need. As the last notes of bugles died away across many battlefields, we feel the need to share with others the hope represented by that trumpet sound spoken of by the Apostle Paul. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. First of Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16. Placed upon us as believers of God's word is the responsibility of a watchman to warn others, to prepare, to teach by our own actions those who might respond to the message concerning those things that will shortly come to pass. Our compassion, our sadness at the great loss of life and the suffering experienced motivates us to reach out to you so that you might take on board the great hope of the gospel message. To view acres upon acres of crosses and gravestones set above graves is truly a sobering experience for us. Fortunately, our Saviour is the Prince of Peace. But before that peace can be established, there is to be an enormous conflict on this earth. And once more, unfortunately, there will be scenes where people find remains of fallen soldiers long after the battle is finished and arrange their burial. Israel, we are told, will be seven months cleansing the land. Ezekiel 39, verses 11 to 16. Those nations who initially reject Jesus Christ when he returns to this earth will suffer the fate of previous armies that have challenged God's purpose. They will return to the dust of the ground. But we bring to you a message of hope and consolation as well as a warning. For the prophet Isaiah says, He shall judge among the nations and shall rebuke many people, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. Isaiah chapter 2 verse 4. This is a promise that no politician can make or fulfill, only Jesus at the appointed time. These words of God through Isaiah are inscribed on a memorial outside the United Nations building in New York. And for the last 60 years, members of the organization have fought each other. Such are the aspirations of man and his transparent failure to achieve them. The words of Lawrence Binion in his poem, For the Fallen, recited at times of remembering the war dead, are full of pathos, but have no hope whatsoever for the future.
they shall grow not old as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning we shall remember them. Most of the men and women who experienced the great war are now dead. We saw them bowed with age, disabled by infirmity, cared for by others, filled with memories of the past, possibly vainly hoping for a better future. Well, we can share with you the great hope of resurrection from the dead, of eternal life in God's kingdom on this earth, of a world ultimately without war. We can lay before you the promise of scripture, the comfort of knowing that this mortality which we each bear will be taken away. For we are told, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. Can you imagine a world without war? Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at bt f at cdvideo.org. If you enjoyed the episode, then please share it with others. Until next time, may God bless you in your studies and your walk towards God's kingdom. Amen.